Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale and this podcast is all about making dressage make sense. So today we are going to be talking all about the three things that you need to get your horse round and in an outline. I think Having our horses on the bits, having them round, having them in an outline is something that seems to be something that all dressage riders focus a lot on, especially if you're at the beginning of your dressage journey or you have a new horse or you're a new combination. It's something that can become a really big goal and a really big focus. And I think getting your horse on the bit is almost always the first big goal that any rider sets themselves at the very beginning of their dressage journey. It's one of those things I think I see a lot of a lot of younger riders as well as older riders. And yeah, I think it's I think it's the first big goal that I see any rider set themselves when they start dressage just to get their horses on the bit get them around get them looking more like the riders or the horses that they aspire to be like but it's nearly always a much longer process than people think especially if you want to do it correctly and not create issues later down the line so we're going to start by looking at what round or in an outline or on the bit really means how to get your horse on the bit and a few big don'ts along the way too. So on the bit being round in an outline basically all refers to a similar thing that the horse's back and neck are making that round shape from the pole all the way to the tail and at the beginning of a dressage journey a weaker or young horse will need a longer outline to be able to achieve that round frame. But as the horse becomes stronger and goes through the levels, what ends up happening is they end up becoming more compressed, more uphill, 
the hindquarters start to take more weight behind, the shoulders and the pole come up more. And so they're then able to perform these harder movements in the more advanced tests whilst keeping this round outline. But the starting point of all of that is getting your horse round in that longer frame first. And to do that is a much more complicated process than just getting your horse's head down and their noses in. That's the thing that I think I see so many riders trying to do is just trying to pull or heave or pressure their horse's nose down to make it look correct. But for a horse to be truly round, you need three things. The first is an active, engaged hind leg, where basically the horse is stepping underneath his body and pushing forward. The second thing you need is a swinging, supple body. And the third thing you need is a consistent, even, elastic contact. Now, when you put these three things together, you end up with a horse that is connected and through. In more simple terms, you end up with a horse that's round. But it means that when you put all these things together, you have a horse that's hind end is creating the energy. That energy is then able to push all the way through to the bit without restriction or tightness or tension anywhere. So if you have a rhythm issue, you're not going to have that energy creation in the hind leg. If you don't have that free, supple body, the energy won't be able to travel through the body. And if you don't have that elastic and even contact, the energy won't be able to travel all the way through to the bit. Now, I'm hoping if you've listened to this podcast before, these three things should be sounding quite common because these three things are ultimately the first three scales of training so rhythm is the first scale which when you get it will get you that energy in the hind leg and that taking you forward and that stepping under and through from behind the suppleness is then your second scale which gets you the swinging soft body and the third scale is contact which gets you that consistent even elastic feeling at the end of the rain if you put these three things together those three scales of training, we end up with a horse that's round, we end up with a horse that's in an outline, we end up with a horse that's through, connected, all those good words that we really want here and we kind of aspire to our horse's being. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yes, that is what I want to achieve and roundness or getting a horse in an outline is something you're working on, those three things of rhythm, suppleness and contact are essentially your three steps to getting your horse round. And this process revolves around you going through each scale and making sure those three scales are established to the level that you're at. Now, this can be really difficult because they are ultimately really big things. Rhythm is a really big topic and it's very easy to kind of get a bit lost as to what you actually need to do. So I've put it down into four things, basically. The first one is rhythm part one, which is 
does your horse move correctly in a three-beat canter, two-beat trot, four-beat walk? And this is all about the correctness of how your horse moves and the beat that they move in. If you have a horse that moves correctly with the correct footfalls, you end up with a horse that is moving their body in a correct way. Rhythm part two then is about the tempo or the speed. Can you control your horse's tempo? Can you increase it? Can you decrease it? Can you maintain the same tempo? Now, if you put these two together, you end up being able to tick off rhythm. Now, as you go up through the levels, you'll be expected to do both these things whilst also adding in more difficult movements, more difficult ways of going and changing kind of how your horse moves. But these two things ultimately need to stay the same and kind of keep the quality really good. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The third thing then is suppleness. Does your horse move freely over his back, free from resistance and tension? Now, you might find that your horse always puts his head up in a transition. You might find your horse always pops his head up on a circle or things like that. And that can be really good indicators that suppleness might be what you need to work on to get your horse round. A lot of the time, roundness tends to come a lot from a horse's suppleness because we need that freedom over the back that kind of elastic muscles and that no tight or tension or resistance because they are all going to be things that are going to stop our horse from wanting to lift their backs up and ultimately be round the fourth and final thing then is contact so do our horses maintain the consistent even elastic contact all the time, transitions, circles, serpentines and all the movements you will have to do in a test. Again, you might find that your horse drops behind the contact, leans against you a little bit in certain movements and this can be things that you can work on as well. Your contact is ultimately the kind of end of the line. If you have an issue with your contact normally, it is because of your horse's rhythm or suppleness. Now, if you're listening to these and any of them sound like they are a problem, you need to prioritise these things first and work on these things and improve these things before you focus and have that goal of having your horse round. And getting these three scales of training is a long process. It takes time and often it's very hard when 
your main goal is to get your horse round, to actually go back and work on those basic building blocks first, it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of dedication. And I get that it can be a little bit of a hard pill to swallow because you want to be working towards getting your horse round. And sometimes working on controlling your horse's speed doesn't seem like it's getting you to that goal. But I promise you that it will. Even if you're losing marks for your horse not being round, even if you feel like the roundness is the main thing you need to work on, don't go down the road of trying to do the quick fix. I know it can look really tempting, but do make sure you really get those basic building blocks, those first three scales of training, really established, really ingrained, because they are ultimately the building blocks that you will need as you go through the levels. So I I know the quick fix can seem really tempting. So what I want us to do is to have a look at what could happen if you go down the route of finding and using the quick fixes, because there are many out there and many of the kind of tactics do get your horse's head and their neck down. But I think an important thing to talk about is that it doesn't get your horse round. There's a very big difference between your horse's head and neck being down and your horse actually truly being round over their back all the way from the tail through to the pole. And a lot of riders, especially at the lower levels, because there's more stuff you can get away with, you can't hide it so much at the higher levels, there are a lot of tactics to try and get your horse's head and neck down, whether that be moving the bit really quickly left and right or holding your horse's nose in or using different gadgets like draw reins and bungees and things like that. But what happens when we do this is that our horse, they drop their head and their neck low, but they tend to keep their back really flat and really rigid. And this basically teaches the horse to brace and tense their muscles to hold their neck in that position. In other words, your horse has to be unsupple and tense to put themselves into this position And we all know tension is something we don't want to see in dressage at all. Because ultimately that tension is a lack of suppleness. You have a lack of suppleness. You can't have a good contact. You can't have correct impulsion. You can't have a straight horse. You can't collect your horse. And there are so many other problems that can creep in. Like your horse might start to come behind the vertical. They might start to come off the contact. So many issues can creep in. But it's also a really fragile way of riding because you'll probably find that any small change like a transition or a circle or a serpentine will cause your horse to pop their heads up. And this is purely because ultimately the horse isn't round. The rhythm, the suppleness, the contact isn't there. And so all those issues that you may be having that might be stopping you from getting your horse round will still be creeping in. But let's look at the other way. If those scales were achieved and you've worked on them and they're now established, you will have a round horse. If your horse isn't round, that is an issue, most likely, with one of those three scales of training. 
And these issues will creep in and become more and more of a problem as you go through the levels and the work ultimately gets harder. And the judges won't let you get away with just having the horse's neck down and their back not round. And that's why when you reach the stage where you've worked hard on those three scales of training, your rhythm, your suppleness, your contact are established to the point where your horse naturally goes round and over his back, that's a really great sign to you that you've done it. Those basics are in place. You're correctly training your horse. You're on the right track. So it ends up being a really great milestone to tick off when done correctly. I'm not saying at all that this shouldn't be a really big goal for dressage riders because it should be, but it should signify the end result of a lot of hard work, not the first thing that you try and achieve with your horse because there are so many things that are needed for you to get your horse round. So if your current goal is to get your horse working round over his back on the bit into a contact, have a look at those first three scales of training. Do you have a correct rhythm? Can you control the tempo? Is your horse supple? Do they have an even elastic contact? And work through those in order and get each scale established for the level that you're working at. And you will soon have a horse that naturally and correctly goes round over their whole back and neck. And you end up with those basics really established. And once you're here, all you've got to do from there is advance your horse, add in new movements, add in collection, add in strength. They're all additions because you've got those fundamentals in place. So I really hope that you've taken, I think, from this episode that getting your horse round can still be a really good goal for you. But I hope that you're a lot clearer now on what you need to do to get there. And yes, it might not be as quick a fix as you thought it would be, but it's still a really good goal to get. It's still a really good basic fundamental to get with your horse but there are a couple of steps along that journey that you need to achieve first so that is the end of this week's episode on how to get your horse round and the three things that you need to be able to achieve this I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do share it. The best way to do this is on social media and you can tag us in it too to let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram and you can find us on Facebook at Decomplicating Dressage. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and I will see you next time. Before you go, I wanted to chat to you about the training hub. It's a place for riders who either don't have access to a trainer as much as they want to, or those who want to add to the regular sessions they already have with their coach. The training hub includes exercises, classroom sessions, workshops, Q and A's and loads more. And it's all there to help you on your individual dressage journey. So come and join us. You can find all the details in the description of this podcast. And I look forward to meeting you and helping you on your dressage journey. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.